Coming up, the Red Sox bullpen spoils Chris Sale's return and the Orioles' win streak continues. This is Locked On Now MLB. The biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are Locked On Now. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Now MLB. Local experts weighing in on the biggest stories in baseball. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. We've got our Locked On hosts here. They are ready to recap all of the action for you from Tuesday. We're going to begin with the hottest team in baseball, the Baltimore Orioles. They took on the Cubs at Wrigley in our biggest game. The biggest game. The Orioles able to keep their win streak going as they top the Cubs 4-2 on Tuesday. Baltimore now winners of nine straight games. We hear from both sides post-game in Chicago. We're lounging here in the Locked On Orioles studio. This is what we've come to expect. It's another Orioles win, nine in a row for the O's as they win it 4-2 over the Cubs. And your Baltimore Orioles on July 12th, 2022 are a 500 baseball team at 44 and 44. What another great win. Jordan Lyles does it for the boys again with seven strong innings. The bullpen does its job. And how about Ramon Urias? This was the Ramon Urias game. A 417-foot blast to give the O's the lead in the fourth inning, a two-run shot. Had three hits in the game. Made a couple of great defensive plays. You know, Ramon Urias is really interesting because he's the biggest tweener on this team. He's not a guy who, oh, is just a placeholder who's going to be gone soon. And he's not a guy who's specifically part of the future. He's kind of in the middle. But a game like Tuesday night certainly pushed him towards a future piece for the Orioles as they win it 4-2. to two. And I'll recap it all coming up on Wednesday's episode of the Locked On Orioles podcast. Cubs lose this ball game 4-2. to two. Got, out of, got out early with a 2-0 lead. Not really surprising. They didn't hold on to it very long. The Orioles are the hottest team in the land. They've won nine in a row. This was a disappointing performance from the Cubs coming off a day off and, you know, at battling in Los Angeles and having a great offensive game on Sunday. Thought the bats would really be alive and well. Warm night at Wrigley mid-July and they let Jordan Lyles go Seven strong against them, hardly making any hard contact at all outside of an Ian Happ solo home run. And overall, it was just a very flat, uninspired offensive performance. Mix in a little bit of bad defense and some home runs from the bottom of the Oriole order. And altogether, you have yet another Cubs loss. Hopefully they could uh, split this series tomorrow. It looked like the Mets were going to rely on their pitching to get a second straight win against Atlanta, but the Braves' bats got to David Peterson late, and that was the difference. Locked on Mets breaks things down with a tough division loss in Atlanta. A rough loss for the New York Mets on Tuesday night. David Peterson was very solid, but ultimately gives up a home run, ran out of gas. Seth Lugo gave up a home run himself, and the Mets' offense continues to struggle. This is Ryan Fickelstein, the host of Locked On Mets, and on tomorrow's show, I'll talk about David Peterson's performance, and I really want to focus in on what his slider has meant for him this year. The pitch is better than it's ever been before in his MLB career. Batters are whiffing on it more than ever. They're not able to square it up, and it's allowed him to have a ton of success this season. 
out of the Mets rotation. With that said, the Mets offense just was not there for him to be able to get a win in this one. Along with talking about this game, I'm also going to bring up a topic that I discussed a little bit on Twitter today and also last night and on the show yesterday, which is the Edwin Diaz trade. I'm seeing a lot of people talk about why the Edwin Diaz trade is a massive win for the Mets and why Diaz has been great on the show tomorrow. I'm going to explain why we need to stop with that narrative, focus on Diaz being great, but let's not have some revisionist history on what that trade meant for this franchise. A lot to discuss on the show tomorrow. Make sure you tune in to Locked On Mets. Good news and bad news for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Pittsburgh won its fourth game in a row on Tuesday, but that's the first time that it's happened in nearly three years for the franchise. Locked On Pirates knows there's no reason to dwell on the past. They're more focused on the wins right now in the present. The Pittsburgh Pirates are winners of four straight. For the first time since September of 2019, it's a bullpen game, but guess what? That apparently didn't rattle the sales in Pittsburgh as they went 3-2 to two over the Miami Marlins to take the first two games of this series in Miami. Jake Marisnik homers for the second straight day. O'Neill Cruz casually got a triple. The offense once again outhits the Marlins. The outhitting teams has been the MO of this team lately, but again, the bullpen bullpen game was Stratton, Peters, Bede, Crow, and Bednar. They all did phenomenal. Stratton and Peters give up a run, but Bede, Crow, and Bednar over four innings of scoreless baseball. Two strikeouts for Tyler Bede, three strikeouts for Dylan Peters. No Brian Reynolds right now either, so this team is showing some resiliency in Miami right now winning these games. With that said, the Pirates win 3-2, to two, and we will see you guys tomorrow on Locked On Pirates, recapping this game as well as doing our notebook going into some trends that we've seen from the Pirates over the past week or so. Guys, thank you so much. I'm Ethan Smith. Raise the Jolly Roger. I'll see you on the flip side. Coming up, the Reds pull off the late upset of the Yankees. This is Locked On Now MLB. Today's edition of Locked On Now is brought to you by Bet Online, the number one spot for all of your online sports betting needs. Of course, baseball in full swing at this point. You can also get in on the action for golf, MMA, boxing, whatever sport that you're interested in. They have it covered for you. Just head over to betonline.net. Welcome back to Locked On Now MLB. I'm Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. We now continue with our look around the league. Let's go around the league. The Guardians and White Sox played two very different games in Cleveland, both ending up in lopsided scores, but with a different team winning each game. Our Lockdown Guardians and White Sox host explains how each team managed to look really good and really bad in the same day. Is it just me or does it feel like in a doubleheader game, they look at who the pitchers are and then don't really try to adapt in the second game? Twice in this one, you had the bases loaded and you leave in two of the worst hitters in baseball. You get predictable results when you do that. Uh, the over-reliance on underperforming players has definitely been an issue this year. Uh, I, I think Ernie Clement is a major league player. I am not one of those people who thinks he's not, but he is not who you want up in that situation. Uh, Miles Straw sitting on the bench has played very well of late and is overall a hitter with more uh, productive history. I would have gone there. First game, let's end positively. First complete game of the year, I believe a Maddox for Shane Bieber, who is top five in the American League and most of the advanced pitching metrics. So take that as a big positive. Shane Bieber is getting close and back to old. 
Second game, I mean, you can say many things and I'm nice. Let's just say Shane Bieber, Ahmed Rosario, thank you for giving us some fun points today. A tale of two games, really, on Tuesday is the Chicago White Sox split with the Cleveland Guardians in a doubleheader. Uh, game one, Shane Bieber was virtually unhittable uh, for Cleveland. Sox could just not do anything. Traditionally, have not been able to do anything uh, with Bieber. He had a complete uh, game. Fast forward to game two, uh, it was the White Sox turn. Uh, to throw some pitching at Cleveland. And that was Dylan Cease. He was outstanding for the Sox. He had that slider going and the bullpen uh, helped out. White Sox had uh, three home runs in the game and won seven to nothing. Uh, Sox can split the series uh, if Lucas Giolito can turn in a stellar performance on Wednesday. Uh, Sox-Guardians final game of the series uh, Wednesday night. Chris Sale made his season debut for the Boston Red Sox yesterday after missing the start of the season with a rib fracture. He looked like his old self, though, but the rest of the Red Sox couldn't really back him up out there. Locked on Red Sox tells you how Boston wasted a good start from Sale against the Rays. The Red Sox bullpen blew what was a great debut for Chris Sale on Tuesday night as the Red Sox lost to the Rays 3-2. Hey, it's Lauren from Locked On Red Sox, and even five strong innings, no earned runs, could help Chris Hale and the Red Sox to a win over the Rays. The bullpen melted down. It also didn't help that the Red Sox lost both Matt Strom and Trevor Story. I will break all this down for you. The injuries, Chris Sale's really strong start, his first since the 2021 ALCS, and everything in between on Wednesday's episode of Locked On Red Sox. Cincinnati with the comeback of the day as the Reds take out the Yankees in very dramatic fashion. Locked on Reds and locked on Yankees talk out a crazy finish Tuesday night in the Bronx. There was no way the Reds were going to win, right? They were going to get swept, right? They were going to lose three games to the New York Yankees and get kicked out of the Bronx as if they had their tail between their legs and didn't know what to do with a baseball bat. Guess what? That ain't the case what's up this is jeff carr from the lockdown reds podcast and i don't know what to do with my hands right now because the reds took clay holmes who had a three-run lead in the ninth inning and they beat him that was beautiful i don't even know how i felt throughout the whole game i thought oh garrett cole's shutting him down nothing's happening for this reds team they're gonna lose the first game of the series but no they get their first win and they have a shot at a series victory tomorrow against the New York the Cincinnati Reds have a shot at a series victory against the 2022 New York Yankees oh yeah
The Phillies had to play at less than full strength against the Blue Jays on Tuesday, partly because of injuries, but also because of unvaccinated players not traveling to Toronto. That formula adds up to a lot of strikeouts and a lot of Blue Jays hits. Locked on Phillies has to take you through a third straight loss. Another loss for your Phillies. I'm Connor Thomas, your host of Locked on Phillies. A tough one in Toronto. Another close game. A three to four loss. Now, they gave up 14 hits. They struck out 13 times against Barrios, the opener for the Toronto Blue Jays. Just not a good offensive performance from the Phillies, all things considered. And yet, they're still in the game, in a bullpen game. This team is not at full strength. Clearly not in Toronto because they have some unvaccinated players available. Clearly not in general with Alec Bohm, Bryce Harper, Gene Segura all hurt. Ranger Suarez, Zach Eflin also hurt. When this team gets healthy, they're absolutely talented enough, but they've got to withstand the storm until they get healthy. And right now they're limping into the all-star break. Zach Wheeler goes tomorrow. Always gives you a chance to win. So hopefully the Phils can stop their skid at three games and win tomorrow and then take care of the Marlins the rest of the way. But, yeah, this team's got to um, got to fight a little bit before the All-Star break to stay right where they want to be at the halfway point. The Astros got the win over the Angels last night, but it was about as ugly as it gets. Not a lot for Locked On Angels or Locked On Astros to brag about after this one. What's going on, everybody? It's John from Locked On Angels with a batting demonstration for C.B. Buckner. Here we go. Swing, not a swing. Swing, not a swing. Nope. One more time, C.B. Buckner. Swing, swing, broke the plane. Not a swing. Oh, man, I just can't get over the fact that this game came down to a almost comeback victory for the Angels, and then the umpires had to go and get some bad calls at the plate when the home plate umpire called a great game until the Angels needed him to. And then Jose Altuve on a swinging strike call gets called a ball. He ends up being the winning run, of course. And it's a real shame because the Angels look like they had some life, some fire in them, but they dropped this one 6-5 to five against the Astros. And uh, Mike Trout left the game with back spasms. Uh, I think I'm going to lose it. That's all. I just wanted you guys to know. All right. Hope that was helpful. C.B. Buckner, thanks for uh, costing us the game. The Houston Astros pulled out a win tonight they should have had in the bag. They were up 5-1 to one early, and the Angels made a late inning, seventh inning, four-run comeback to tie the game. The Astros would add a run in the ninth inning. Even though they had bases loaded, could have scored multiple runs, it was enough. The relief pitching came in and save the day and Ryan Presley. But prior to that, you had two fielding errors, a pass ball by Martin Maldonado, where the Angels literally had two hits, five runs. There were two pa- there were two errors and one pass ball. Baseball is a crazy game. It's a weird game, but the Astros get the W. And a night where strange things happened and good teams got beat by bad teams, not the Astros. They stayed the course and they won. The Astros beat the Angels and look to go into the big game tomorrow where Christian Javier squares off against Shohei Otani. Stay tuned in to Locked On Astros, where your team every day goes Astros. That's all for today on Locked On Now MLB. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. Make sure you go and check out Locked On MLB and your team's Locked On podcast. 
I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Now.